MSW Media. A big thanks to Athletic Greens for supporting the Daily Beans. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. Today, potential jurors have been selected for the Steve Bannon trial. Donald tells his associates he needs to be president again so he can save himself from criminal indictments. Republican Representative Jody Heiss gets a subpoena from the Fulton County District Attorney. Word of the Trump media company deal leaked months before the deal was announced. And a Republican Senate candidate has been arrested for making false child trafficking claims. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. That's a much more manageable introduction than we had yesterday. (laughs) This was something even I could follow. (laughs) Mildly regular news day. My goodness. I know we're (laughs) going to get into it. You're going to talk about it. But whenever someone makes false child trafficking reports, I have to wonder what they're hiding every single time. Child trafficking. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And it's always, always a Republican. So today it took all day, but they picked 22 prospective jurors for the Steve Bannon trial. There was one that the DOJ objected to, but the judge let go ahead anyway. And I'm concerned about her. But, uh, you know, we'll see because they, they, they they'll peel them back to 14, 12 jurors and two alternates. So maybe right. she'll get kicked out in the in the whittling down tomorrow. He showed up wearing three shirts and a jacket with no tie. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. It's like Chandler when um, Joey comes in and goes, who am I? I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> Could I? Da, da, da. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> so if you were playing the game, uh, Qantas Camisas with me, which means how many shirts? The answer was three. So if you had three, you are correct. That is according to Ryan Riley and Kyle Cheney. Kyle Cheney from Politico and Ryan Riley from NBC. They both noted how many numbers of shirts he was wearing. <laughs> um, I was surprised he didn't come up with an illness or some gout or show up in a wheelchair or with a neck brace or something. So you think whoever dressed him was like, no, we can still smell you. Second shirt. <laughs> nope, we can still smell you. Third shirt. OK, that's better. Maybe that's what the game We're just going to let called. that go. Can we still we smell still Steve smell Bannon? <laughs> Instead of Quantas Camisas. Okay. Uh, we, we play that game because we used to do Quantas Pantalones with a friend of ours who was really skinny. So we would wear multiple pairs of pants to make him look. Um, oh, that's funny. Give him some bulk. That was the 90s. That's how long ago. That's how long <laughs> I've been playing this game. Good times. In the 90s. Okay. So let's. Uh, <laughs> get to the news everyone's going shit they're in rare form yes we are what are we gonna do now (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna hit the fucking hot notes hot notes first up from a rolling stone who is on it lately by the way quote when donald formally declares his 2024 candidacy he won't just be running Uh for another term in the white house he'll be running away from legal troubles possible criminal charges and even the specter the specter of prison time 
In recent months, Trump has made clear to associates that the legal protections of occupying the White House are front of mind for him. That's according to four people with knowledge of the situation who spoke to Rolling Stone. And I can't help but wonder if it's the same four people who told the Rolling Stone that they're preparing to make Meadows the fall guy because they think he's going to be charged. (laughs) Trump has, quote, spoken about how when you are the president of the United States, it is tough for politically motivated prosecutors to get to you. That was one of the sources who discussed the issue uh, with Trump this summer. Uh, He says when, not if, he is president again, a new Republican administration will put a stop to the Justice Department investigation that he views as the Biden administration working to hit him with criminal charges. Well, yeah, that's that's what they do. It's their job. Or even put him and his people in prison. What? Now, presidential immunity and picking his own attorney general aren't Trump's only reasons for running again. And as he works on another run, Trump is in a tug of war with leaders and operatives of his own party about when to announce, right? Because Trump is motivated to announce early, like before Election Day this year of 2022, which is what I hope he does. But he's hoping to clear the field of primary rivals. But GOP leaders, including some of Trump's closest advisors, don't want him to declare his intentions until after the midterm elections, please. The (laughs) The GOP wants him to keep voters focused on Joe Biden rather than transforming the contest into a referendum on Trump. Hmm. (laughs) In recent months, Trump has reluctantly agreed to hold off, only to return shortly thereafter with threats to make an early announcement, either out of self-interest, spite, or some combination of the two. And I really hope he does. But as Trump talks about running, the four sources say he's leaving confidants with the impression that as his criminal exposure has increased, so has his focus on the legal protections of the executive branch. It's not just liberal wish casters or Trump critics who are acknowledging the former president's legal jeopardy. Trump's team of lawyers and former senior administration officials speak about it a lot. I do think criminal prosecutions are possible for Trump, the former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, too, certainly, said Ty Cobb, a guy who looks like the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken and former top lawyer in Trump's White House who defended him against the Mueller probe. Trump himself seems to acknowledge potential problems. He said something like, quote, prosecutors couldn't get away with this while I was president. Uh, That's another source who said that to the Rolling Stone. Quote, it was during a larger discussion about the investigations, other possible 2024 candidates, primary candidates, and what people were saying about the January 6th hearings. He went on for a couple of minutes about how some very corrupt people want to put me in jail. (laughs) The powers of the presidency would offer a welcome pause to the various civil suits and criminal investigations hanging over Trump. It's unclear whether the Justice Department will charge Trump in connection with the January 6th insurrection. But winning the White House, which wouldn't happen until 2024 if it happens at all, would be helpful to him. And this is the thing, Dana. The Justice Department has a couple of years here to indict him. And if he wins in 2024, he's not just going to stop the investigation and put a new AG in there. He's going to pardon everybody that that Garland indicts. So, you know, department policy forbids the prosecution of a sitting president, as we know, because of that OLC memo, effectively insulating him from federal charges for another four years. I don't think that the investigation into him will take that long. In the face of the investigations, many in Trump world have hoped that former aides could face prosecution for the efforts to overturn the election instead of the former president. In particular, Trump associates have tried to distance him from John Eastman. And of course, as Rolling Stone reported last week, Trump's legal advisors also view former chief of staff Mark Meadows as a fall guy for the former president's post-election activities. And if they think 
Meadows is going to be indicted and they're worried that Trump and Trump himself is worried that he's going to be indicted. He's going to be indicted because they know, you know, or at least he's being investigated for indictment because they know this. These lawyers know they've been they're being paid. There's like at least a dozen witnesses that are being paid by Trump's PAC. Their legal defense funds are being Mm -hmm. paid for. They're getting all of the transcripts. Remember when the person who called Cassidy Hutchins said, remember, he reads the transcripts. Well, he gets them from these lawyers that he pays because, you know, if you if you sit in front of the January 6th committee, your lawyer gets the transcripts. And so he, they're handing them over to Trump and they know he knows what's going on in these in these committee depositions. And then if the DOJ interviews somebody for a grand, in front of a grand jury, that person tells their attorney. And if that attorney is paid for by Trump, then Trump is going to know what questions were asked in that grand jury testimony. So anyway, they know probably better than anyone else what the Justice Department is doing because he's paying top dollar to have lawyers inside. So I, I think he's in legal jeopardy. I would think you are right. And there's more trouble. Uh, Not surprising, months before Donald's social media company unveiled an agreement to raise hundreds of millions of dollars last fall, word of the deal leaked in an obscure Miami investment firm whose executives began plotting ways to make money off the imminent transaction. That's according to people familiar with the discussion. So the deal, which so-called special purpose acquisitions company, or SPAC, that's what I'll be saying from here out, would merge with Donald's fledging media business. That was announced in October. Now, that sent shares of the SPAC soaring, which is not legal. Now, employees at the Miami investment firm, Rocket One Capital, they'd learned of the pending deal over the summer, long before it was ever announced. That's according to three people familiar with the firm's internal discussions. So, oops, yep, two of the people, also not not that sketchy, uh, two of the people said that the Rocket One officials at the time talked about ways to profit off the soon-to-be-announced transaction with Trump Media and Technology Group by investing in the SPAC, the specific one, Digital World Acquisition Corporation. Again, this is called insider trading, people. It's not legal. <laughs> Just want you to know, if you're, like, taking notes, how, how to become rich, put your pencil down. A top Rocket One executive, this is Bruce Gerlich. He was on the board of Digital World until he resigned in recent weeks. I wonder why he resigned, AG. Huh, so the DWAC which is the SPAC. Uh-huh. The uh, guy on the board... Is Fakakta. ...worked at Rocket <laughs> One, who got word of the deal months earlier. Yeah, I'm sure it's totally fine. Yeah, who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last week? I think, yeah. it's, pretty, <laughs> I think it's pretty serious. I think it's pretty serious. Yeah. Thank now, you, Simone. <laughs> in the days before the Trump media deal became public, there was a surge in trading in a type of security known as warrants. And those entitled investors to buy shares of Digital World at a preset price in the future. Oop. Yep. Federal prosecutors and regulators are now investigating the merger between Digital World and Trump Media, including the frenzied trading and the SPAC's warrants. Now, that's according to people familiar with the investigation and public disclosures. Digital World said in a recent regulatory filing that a federal grand jury in Manhattan had issued subpoenas seeking information about Rocket One among other things. Now, the exact scope of the federal investigations, that remains unclear. Authorities have not accused anyone of wrongdoing. <laughs> uh-huh. And representatives of Mr. Garelick, which rhymes with derelict, and others, den- <laughs> <laughs> and others denied doing anything improper. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't do I'm sure it's all fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, I, can't we thank Miss Elizabeth Warren for flagging this whole thing? I believe that she was the one uh, who, like, something yeah. sketchy as fuck is going on. You might want to look into it. 
<laughs> yeah. And if Devin Nunes is in charge of it, it's sketch. It's sketch. I oh, sure. Yep. The sketch or not, nah, right? Do you think they broke the law? It's time to play sketch, sketch or, or not. Nah. Yeah, totally sketch. Also, the district attorney in Fulton County, that's Fonnie Willis, she recently subpoenaed Rep. Jody Heist. He was one of the ones at that congressional meeting, you know, that that Marjorie Taylor Greene walked out of and did a little video on December 21st, right after the Will Be Wild tweet came out to discuss how to overturn the election. Anyway, Jody Heist has been subpoenaed by Fulton County D.A., And of course, he's a Georgia Republican congressman who was an ally in Trump's effort to overturn the election. The subpoena underscores the rapidly escalating pace of Fonnie Willis's investigation, which has already issued subpoenas to other figures close to Trump, including Lindsey Graham, Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman. Heiss's subpoena instructs him to appear Tuesday, today, before the special grand jury. But in a filing Monday morning in Fulton County Superior Court, Heiss moved to transfer the jurisdiction of his subpoena to federal court contending I am a federal employee. And so my role as a federal official permits me to adjudicate this in federal court, the U.S. District Court of Northern Georgia. I think he's judge shopping. Heiss also mentioned his subpoena and requests to move it to federal court in a little notice section of last Friday's congressional record. Heiss spokesperson Sarah Seelip said in a statement late Monday that Heiss's team had successfully removed the issue to federal court. So at this time, Mr. Heiss is eager to return to D.C. to fulfill his duties as a member of Congress at the House of Representatives, which is in session this week. Heiss was among the most vocal allies in Trump's effort to seize a second term, steal a second term. Witnesses have told the select committee that he attended that December 21st meeting. See, told you to strategize with the White House and other members of the House Freedom Caucus to strategize challenges to the election results that Republicans could lodge when Congress convened on the 6th. Heiss also ran for Secretary of State earlier this year, earning an endorsement from Donald, but lost in a primary against incumbent Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. So good. And I have to be honest, you never know. We've got Lindsey Graham and Rudy Giuliani. They're all in trouble in Georgia. They might be getting information and calling Donald going, run, Forrest, run, because it's the only (laughs) way we're going to get pardoned for all this shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Last story in this section, a Maryland Republican running for U.S. Senate was arrested Friday on allegations of falsely claiming to have information about child sex trafficking. And that's according to a release from the Harford County Sheriff's Office. Okay, so Ryan Dark White, which is just a, a whole trove of jokes right there. Ryan Dark White, 54. Running for Senate as Dr. John McGreevy. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I would stick with Ryan Dark White. I mean, at least it sounds menacing. It's memorable. (laughs) Well, this guy, whoever he really is, told police that a man at the Edgewood MD Adult Bookstore, the Edgewood, Maryland Adult Bookstore, where he works, was forcing a young girl to perform sex acts on male customers. Okay, so this is what he said. The sheriff's office, they charged White with making false statements to law enforcement. And this is a quote. It is shameful that a candidate for public office would make up such a story and use it to further his own political agenda. Yes, it is a shame. And that was from Harford County Sheriff Jeffrey Galler. And he said that in a statement, an official statement, went on to say it's even more appalling that another individual who's running for a law enforcement position, would embrace such an obviously false narrative in an effort to gain political traction. Nothing more. Uh, Apparently, he was referring to Republican candidate for Baltimore County Sheriff Andy Cool, who the Baltimore Sun reports has made appearances with White. So they're in cahoots with this whole thing, trying to take down 
So it's so it's dark white and cool. I know. <laughs> it's the worst fucking law firm I've ever heard of. <laughs> dark white and cool. That's the, that's the episode title. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, White is one of 10 Republicans on the ballot for Tuesday's GOP primary in Maryland. Uh, he's being held at the Harford, at the Harford County Detention Center. Um, not sure yet whether he's going to be taken off the ballot at this point <laughs> since he's been arrested. Because it seems you can run for office no matter what. Yeah, and this isn't like a county dog catcher Senate. This is the United States Senate. He's fucking running for this. Is just oh my god! Too much. All right. Thanks for that story. That that's too many funny things in that story for. For me today, I think. I mean, there was a lot of comedy in these uh, stories, even though there's just <laughs> fuckery going on everywhere. Yes, comedy slash fuckery. And and I'm really excited about the good news segment. If anyone has any good news they want to send in to us, you can do so by going to dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. We will be right back after this quick message with your submissions. Stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. It's AG. As you know, sleep is my favorite thing. I love sleeping. It is my number one favorite activity. It's the foundation for a healthy lifestyle, too. So if you're having a difficult time sleeping, I recommend Helix Sleep. It's good for your physical health. It's good for your mental health. And Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? Everyone is unique. Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. They have mattresses great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, and I was matched with the Helix Midnight because I'm a side sleeper, and I prefer a medium-firm bed, and it has increased my ability to sleep exponentially. I cannot recommend it enough, so if you're looking for a mattress, go to helixsleep.com dailybeans, take the quiz, order the mattress you're matched to, and it'll come right to your door, ship for free. They have a 10-year warranty. They'll come pick it up for you if you don't love it for no cost and refund all your money, but you will love it. They have financing options available, flexible payment plans. It's amazing. And Helix was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a solution for improving your sleep. And right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners at helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash daily beans. Again, helixsleep.com slash daily beans for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. And let's talk about something I use literally every day, if I can do a Parks and Rec thing, literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens AG1 because I wanted more energy and I wanted all of my supplements of vitamins and superfoods and probiotics and all of that stuff in one easy-to-use easy habit to pick up, delicious scoop. And it, and they've done it. They've done it. Athletic Greens has cracked the code with AG1. With this one delicious scoop of AG1, you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and everything you need to start your day. A special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your immune system, which is really important right now for this variant of COVID, uh, your gut health, focus, aging, recovery, energy, all the things. And we want to thank Athletic Greens for their support. Because right now they're offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. They are climate neutral and they're climate neutral certified, which is hard to get and it's important to me and the show. And they're incredibly lifestyle friendly. So if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, AG1 Athletic Greens fits into your diet. Plus, tastes great. 
And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. So you save money and you save time. And to make it easy, as I said, Athletic Greens is going to give you that free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and those five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. Good news, everyone. And if you have any good news or corrections, confessions, photos, adoptable pets in your area, pod pet pics, whatever you want to send us, you want to play What the Mutt? I love that game. Whoopie stories? Hit me. I love them. Send them into us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up from Liz. Tiny correction. You do an amazing job distilling huge amounts of news into something comprehensible to simple folks like me. Thank you. And this is uh, uh, for new listeners. This is the first part of the compliment sandwich. If you're going to send in a correction, it the, <laughs> the form actually forces you to say something nice first. And then say something nice at the end and put your correction <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I love that your form forces people. I had no idea. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, no, we're going to, you're going to have to give me a, a shit sandwich. You do an amazing job. Okay. Uh, you misspoke and said that Mark Kelly was the PA rep who tried to deliver the fake electors to Pence. As I know, you know, Mark Kelly is a senator from Arizona. It's Mike Kelly. Ah, uh, that was probably me ripping through the story. Thank you so Who's much, a rep Liz. from PA. Keep up the great work. These days are what we have been waiting for since you started on this journey. Oh, you are so right, Liz. And she says, enjoy the ride. Thank you. Yes, Mike Kelly, not Mark Kelly. Appreciate that correction. Absolutely. All right. We're going to Elaine. Pronounce she and her. This podcast is a fixture in my routine to keep me up to date with news, but also uplifting with the good news from our listeners, especially pet picks. I'm occasionally behind, but I have a correction on the rabbit pregnancy test. I must have missed this episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Another listener wrote in about, in, quote, this day's between us. That must have been an episode. I'm a relatively new medical lab tech. I'm a 2020 graduate. I'm always interested in how tests, how they used to be done. Now, the truth was more grisly than what they said, and all the rabbits involved, oh, were killed as the test was looking for ovarian follicle development, in parentheses, the pre-released eggs. Eventually, frogs were used instead, then color change tests were made. So it's such a small and specific career field, but I try to do what I can to share and promote the field. If anyone wants to see what the first commercial pregnancy tests look like, there's one featured in the second season of Glow on Netflix, which is a great series, by the way. One of my favorites. Yep. It is some 1960s kids chemistry set shit and makes me appreciate (laughs) the fast and accurate results from pregnancy tests we have today. Thank you so much, Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. You missed that. You were gone uh, while you were out cruising around Iceland or whatever. Um, somebody said, yeah. Anybody remember um, the the rabbit died? Got it, it was was how you would say that you, you know, you were pregnant. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah, so I'm like rabbit pregnancy test. What did I miss? <laughs> well, I thought it was. I didn't know. Right. Because I didn't take my first pregnancy test until the 90s. And so, you know, I was like, oh, the rabbit died and rabbits like to reproduce. So it must have been like a slang term, like, oh, the rabbit died. We're not going to have a baby. We're not breeding. You know, but no, no, yeah. they actually killed the rabbits. And that's absolutely 
fucking terrifying. I was like, no, I did. That's one of the things I just didn't want to learn. But I absolutely am glad that I learned it because I like to see how far we've come. And Elaine is right. That pregnancy test in the glorious ladies of wrestling on Netflix. So uh, good. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that show, everybody, you must watch it. Next up from Jill Z. Hello, Beans Queens. July 17th was my 56th birthday. And I am pumped because I spent the afternoon with Democrats. I live in reddish southeastern Virginia in VA's first congressional district. Today, I met Democratic candidate Herb Jones. He, Herb? Herb. Yeah. Herb Jones. He's running against <laughs> incumbent Rob Whitman. Whitman is one of those 147 Republicans who rejected certification of Pennsylvania electors after the Capitol was attacked on January 6th. Our district has been redrawn and 50% of the constituents are new to the first. This could be the year we flip it blue. Nice. Essentially, we have a Democratic candidate who is a 30-year Army veteran, 12-year county treasurer, whose maternal grandfather was lynched, Oof. running against an incumbent Republican businessman who participated in a coup plot to overthrow our government. And yet, this is Southeastern Virginia. The seditious Republican could win. How is that possible? But this is the good news. And I want to believe that the arc of the moral universe is still bending towards justice. I'm closing with, I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. And if you could give us a little beans bump and get a few thousand more Twitter followers for at Herb, the number four, Virginia, H-E-R-B, number four, Virginia, that would be awesome. So everybody, I give you now 10 seconds to go down your phone, go to your Twitter app and follow Herb for is Virginia. This Herb because he is lovely man. Mm. Oh Herb. my god, I love Herb. It reminds me of Eddie Izzard when she's yeah. like, and you say Herb and we say Herb because there's a there's fucking, a fucking H, in it. H in it. You say uh, we say leisure, you say lingerie. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're so good. Uh, she's fantastic. All Just right. seriously, if you get to see Dress to Kill with Eddie Izzard, one oh, of the best. So good stand-ups ever she goes through the entire western history of the world and it's brilliantly brilliantly okay this is from nc from nc pronouns she and her nc from north carolina first of all i love your podcast cannot go a day without it thank you thank you thank you my good news seems trite but look we are all surrounded by such daily horrors that just have to enjoy the good stuff when you can Yes. We've just celebrated our rescue's fifth anniversary with us, and I wanted That's to share big. Picks. That's not small. That's huge. And share pics because our little pupper is wonderful beyond words. Her prior owner was deported during the ice raids, oh, fuckers, of the Trump presidency in 2017, and her remaining family was probably too scared to get her from the animal control where they held her for a week before sending her to local pet rescue. Oh, mm. Infuriates me. While we are heartbroken with the situation of the original owner, we have given her a life of great love, fun, and all the necessary kisses and snuggles. This is Darby. Much love to all as we fight the good fight for all Americans and for our treasured democracy. Keep up the amazing work. And oh, look at Darby. (laughs) The last picture. I can't. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, the sweater. I know. And the I face know. and the beard uh-huh. and the eyebrows. All of it. Okay. That's that's unrealistic. Really. So sweet. We have so many pupper picks coming up in the next couple stories. Oh, I'm excited. From Angela, pronouns she and her. Hi, Beans Queens. Greetings from the scorched earth that is Texas right now. I'm trying to stay positive. You guys got to elect that Beto fella. I'm kidding. Uh, Beto O'Rourke is going to 
win and he's going to make Texas amazing. I'm trying to stay positive. So I wanted to share my sweet dog mop with you. I'm volunteering with rescue. I transported him in awful shape. And then I decided to foster. I quickly learned he had not been cared for at all. He needed to learn to eat from a dog bowl, what grass was, and not to be afraid of pretty much anything. After a month, we were so connected, I decided to adopt him and continue working with him. The pic collage attached will show you how far he's come. It's really amazing. I have a DNA test pending, but if you want to play What the Mutt, my money's on Brussels Griffon mix. I'll share the test results when they arrive. Oh my God, look at the dog with the, I mean, it's the same dog, but look at the haircut. I think Brussels Griffon for sure with a mix, but look at how cute. Oh, yeah. And look at the beginning. He's a little Chewbacca. Unrecognizable in the beginning. Not Chewbacca, Ewok. Yeah, a little Ewok. Oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, definitely Brussels Griffon in there. Definitely as as good as it gets. Right? Mm -hmm. Ah. Mm -hmm. Okay. This last one's from Anonymous. Pronounce he him. I think it's last. We're going to keep going. I am your Uber driver from Phoenix, Arizona. I still subject riders to every... Oh, yes, yes. I love this person. (laughs) I still subject riders to everything on MSW Networks and the Sexy Liberal Podcast. I introduced you to Petey the last time I wrote, and you asked how he got his name. He's a rescue, and that was the name that he had at the shelter, so I kept it because it fits in perfectly. Remember he had the black spot on his eye, and I said he looked like the dog from Little Rascals? Yep. Petey came into my world when my small boxer, Max, was unexpectedly, he unexpectedly died last year. I swore I was not going to get another pet, but the universe had other ideas. Mm -hmm. About six weeks after Max died, I had the same reoccurring dream of Max playing with a black and white dog that had a black patch shut up over its eye. I broke down and looked at the shelter's webpage, and Peter's picture was the first photo on the site, and so I had to get him. Glad I did. Pet pics is a picture of my good boy, Max, and a picture of Petey. Also included a picture of a car I had to take a picture of because it tickled my sense of gallows humor. Oh, look at Max. What a honey. Oh, and look at Petey again. Yeah. I love the belly. I love that he sits like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a hearse with a lift sticker on it. It also says LST ride, which is awesome. Last ride. Last ride. It's a hearse. All right. And finally, from anonymous pronoun, she and her. Hey, what the heck are the lyrics to your Daily Beans podcast theme song? I sing along with Spill the Beans, Spill the Beans. Okay, this is a a piece of music written, composed and performed and recorded by a band called They Might Be Giants. And it is news with swearing. Daily Beans, Daily Beans, Daily Beans, Daily Beans. Nice job, Tiger. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So it's news with swearing. Daily Beans, Daily Beans, Daily Beans. That is what it is. But Spill the Beans is good, too. And, you know, that we've had a lot of Miss Mayor, News Miss Mayor, News dismay. Like a lot of people don't understand the lyrics. So you are not alone, Anonymous. But, uh, you know, and I'm fine with you making it up to be whatever you want it to be. Absolutely. Because <sighs> the news is immutable, right? But we can we can make stuff happen. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Um, you're going to ask me if I have any final thoughts. And I do because I have a gig that I want to announce. Um... Nope, that's it. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> And that, everyone, is the timing of a comedian. Thank you. Oh, fuck, that was good, A.G. Oh, man. Okay. 
Uh, Dana, do you have any photos? Yes, thank you for asking. So on August 6th, and this is for people down in Texas, Dallas specifically, in the Dallas area, there's a, a gala. It's called Lambda Legal. That's an organization. They have their Texas gala. It's August 6th. I will be emceeing that. I'm also going to be raising money at that event. And Texas specifically could really use our help when it comes to all the initiatives that are trying to take rights away from our trans and non-binary communities, as well as jailing their families, taking away medical help, all of it. So we'll post a, I'll get it on the uh, the page and in the, in the, in the Patreon newsletter, but in a link, if you want to go to the gala, it's a lot of lawyers in the room, but it's also open to anybody. If this is an organization you'd like to support. I will be there yeah, on I August go. Can 6th. I crash it? Can I just like come up on sure, stage? Sure, dude. Hey, the beans. Wow. And then just run up and just. That yeah. seems like it would go over well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Security. Security. <laughs> she trying to Secu- fight me. Security. 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 <laughs> she Nobody trying- runs up on stage when comedians are there and hurts them. That's not even a thing. Not I don't even, even a thing. understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, August 6th, Lambda Legal. Uh, and I'll make sure that that event is is known to those that might want to attend or even donate to the organization. So Dallas Fort uh, Worth, Dallas Fort Worth, yep, awesome, awesome city, incredible city, one of my faves. <sighs> That's the thing when everyone's like, oh, Texas, Dallas, Houston, and Austin are three of my favorite cities to perform in, and they have such blue beacons of light in that state. And so we we just we have to make sure we don't discount the people that are doing what they can and fighting the good fight. And we know it's the legislature. In this Texas right now, blue. yeah, Texas is blue. It's yeah. just gerrymandered as fuck, and that is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well, cool. Thank you very much for that. I, I, I am so excited about that gala because they do such important work. They really do such important work at Lambda Legal. And if you can't make it, check out Lambda Legal's site. They would love to have a couple bucks thrown their way for sure. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see what kind of news happens in the Bannon trial. We'll see how many shirts he has on, and we'll play Quantas Camisas. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, take care of your mental health, and vote blue over Q. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill, with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane, with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for the Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media.